This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Oh, baby. (laughs) Mount Rushmore win since 99. I honestly think it is. I think Friday or Sunday. Ooh, good Lord. Sunday took five years of my life. Uh, it, I have been thinking about that. Play this song, baby. I have been thinking about that game nonstop. It's kind of the, we got a little theme with this episode. I had a dream about it. I'm not gonna lie. Hey, before we do that, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dogs of War podcast. Number one Browns podcast on the planet. You got Kevin and Riley, and we are here to celebrate the Browns going into Baltimore, taking them down 33 to 31 with no time remaining off a D hop 40 yard field goal. Browns are now six and three and a half game back for the AFC North behind the Ravens. Um, well, I don't even know where to start. I mean, 14 point fourth quarter deficit. Dude, there's we, we, we got a story to tell. We th- this game, you can know us. We're not like the most X's and O's total game recap, but as Kevin said, this is it's certainly on the Mount Rushmore of greatest wins. It might be, knock on wood, the greatest win since '99. I mean, don't get me wrong, that win in Pittsburgh, uh, the playoffs, obviously that's huge, but that game was like an ass beating the whole time. <laughs> I have never seen the Browns overcome this much adversity to win a game like I, a internal criticism i had for this team is even in 2020 there weren't a whole lot of games i don't know if there was any game in 2020 other than the cincy game on that last second throw where the browns like overcame adversity got a come from behind win they were like close games that they came out on top of and i'm like not trying to split hairs and take away from any victories in the past but the game in pittsburgh that was an ass beating we were pretty much in the driver's seat until they like Kind of started teetering. At yeah, the we're end. Not, yeah, we can't take that but, one. I mean, that was a playoff at Pittsburgh. I don't care if there's a crowd there like, or not. The whole theme of this, that game, was the Browns refusing to lose. Mm-hmm. I had given up internally. Like we're talking this game on Sunday. Yeah, on this Sunday. Yeah, we're back to uh, Sunday. I had given up. Like I don't know, maybe like twelve different times where you're like, oh well. That, that's I told you, you were Raleigh and I. Raleigh was already at the bar. Good night, John Boy. Cleveland Browns bar here in Chicago. I was a few minutes late, so I was already in the Uber. Um, it was already 14 to nothing almost by the time I walked in there. So I was like, I told you when I walked in the bar, I, was like, I almost had the Uber turn around like twice and just take me <laughs> right home. Um, so glad I didn't. I am so proud of so like I am proud of literally every single person. All 53 get a game ball on that team. And every it, single person did something in this game. And I, that ain't hyperbole. That ain't just so, like. Literally every person on that roster did something on Sunday to win this game. Like when something happened, they didn't quit. They kept fighting and kept fighting and kept fighting and kept. Dude, read that stat of the like the. So there's 60 minutes in an NFL football game. We were losing for 59 minutes and 20 seconds of that. No NFL team this millennium has won while trailing that long in a football game. It's open. It's only happened four times 
in the Super Bowl era, according to. Dude, shout out a Brown stat <laughs> that doesn't make me want to kill myself. Like, normally we are on the losing end. I guarantee, without looking at the, the four times that that's happened in history, yeah, we just got the one where we won. But the other three, at least two of them have to be Browns games where they ended up blowing it. Where just, we're on the opposite side. Just unbelievable. And I know we're going to get into the play-by-play here in a minute, but you talk about the tale of two halves. I mean, that first half, Watson, 6 of 20 in the first half. We were losing 17 to 9 at halftime. And that second half, he came out and was perfect and just shut everyone up. 14 for 14 for 134 yards and a touchdown. Not figuratively perfect. Literally, literally perfect. perfect. That game-winning drive completed three passes for 30 yards and ran 16 yards for a first down. Hey, Come well, on. Kevin, you're, I, you're ruining the end. No, I'm not. No, I'm, I'm just saying it was a tale of two halves. We're not going to ruin the end. I know you have a whole thing worked up for that. But, we do. We do. It's a team. We're a team, Kevin. But just team that refuses to quit like the Browns. Can we, can we also highlight one of the line items in that story? Just give a shout-out to Greg for his first... Dude, really, Kevin? All right, all right, really? all right. I didn't know if that was part of it. I don't know if you're just going to hey, be like... What if so, uh, let's do it. Let's we do have it. international Browns fans that may have not watched the game, <laughs> and they need a recap. If you're just throwing like... Sorry, sorry. I was going to just uh, this, the, the trophies. But no, you. it'll make sense when you say it. Let's go through it. Okay. So, opening drive. Little six-yard run by Jerome Ford, who had a great game. Let's give him his flowers now. Uh, yeah, 100 plus yards in this game. It's being covered up by everything else, and I, I get it, but damn. Yeah. Second play, this Keaton Mitchell character uh, blocks or uh, what do you call it? Tips a pass by Deshaun Watson. I don't know if you call it a tip, but he tipped it to himself for a touchdown run. Uh, excuse me, a pick six, bad guys. I'm so jacked up, Kevin, I can't even speak. So the Browns are dogs in this game. Like, Seven point dog, six and a half point, and we D-A-W-G-S. just D-A-W-G-S. Yeah, we just give them uh, seven points right off the bat. And initially, you're like, "Oh, it's going to be one of those games." Well, at least they're not getting our hopes up. Uh, that was fast. Um, and the guy just walked into the end zone. The way he <laughs> slowed, the so way he wide. slowed down, I thought to myself, "Yep, oh, he clearly batted it down, and it was an incomplete pass, and he knew it was." Um, we're still alive. It's like, no, he was just. It was such a touchdown. He decided to walk in. It was very frustrating. The Browns get the ball back, and it was like three and out, whatever. We're like, okay, this isn't good. And the Ravens have like a perfect drive and to be capped off by a 39-yard run by who the hell was that guy? I don't even know the dude's name, but he ran Keaton. He ran 39 yards with ease. First time he touched the ball. The Browns are down 14 nothing with less than five minutes of playing this <laughs> football game. And that's when Kevin was like, I'm about to turn this Uber around. And I'm like, I don't blame you. Uh, shame on me for getting excited. And you start doing like the emotional hedging where you're like, hey, doesn't matter if we get blown out. A loss is a loss. It only counts as a loss. Trying to like cope internally. But the Browns start whittling back. They get into a little field goal duel that they came out on top of. Uh, the rest of the half, the Browns kicked three field goals. The Ravens kicked one. Uh, the block, I don't know if it happened in the first or the second half, but they blocked a Justin T- Tucker kick, who is basically the best kicker in the league. And Browns kick a field goal with a minute left. Got a pick by what the hell is that guy's name? The other Ford, Mike Ford, gets a pick. And Brown's got another look at a field goal. 
but time kind of expired. They didn't want to risk a 58-yard kick because they didn't want to give it back to Tucker. You're like, whatever. But I'm like, damn it. That would have been awesome. It's probably going to cost us. Uh, Browns go into the half down 9-17, to I believe it was, Mm -hmm. as if I'm not just reading the notes in front of me and making it seem like I'm reading it off the top of my head. So they're down one possession, technically, and it's like, well, they're kind of battling back. They haven't scored a touchdown. Watson did not look good that first half, and for the last possession, he was in the locker room. That last Hail Mary was thrown by... PJ. Okay. Captain two and one PJ Walker, Texas Ranger. So third quarter starts and uh, Kevin, you did call this. I wasn't sure if I was mad at you for this when we were on the podcast earlier that like you spoke it into existence, but of course, Odell Beckham Jr. gets a 40 yard touchdown. Pass. Yeah. I don't know if I said this on the pod, but I definitely have it in text somewhere. I said, this was going to happen. Uh, Odell is absolutely getting a touchdown. And, it's not Clowney's like, getting a sack and Andrews getting a touchdown. I was two of three. Yeah. And really glad that Andrews didn't clean up because he is a Browns, Browns killer. killer. Uh, and it's funny because Odell Beckham, that, that was like his second touchdown pass of the year. Mm-hmm. It's like against us. And so you're like, oh, gosh, they were battling back. But then, um, of course, yeah, that's that was like the third time where I'm like, well, that's going to be the dagger losing at the hands of Odell Beckham Jr., so the Browns are now down nine to twenty-four. That is a fifteen-point deficit. Next drive, next possession. Browns go on a seventy-five-yard drive, seventeen plays, capped by a Kareem Hunt three-yard touchdown run. He is a dog. The entire drive lasted ten minutes. It was beautifully executed. It was defined by the whole game. Again, grit, refusing to lose. Uh, Shout out to Najoku. Um, I don't know if he had like crazy numbers as far as pass yard or receiving yards. It was like 50 something, yeah, 50, like 58 yards. But I'm not kidding. Every damn yard that he had, he was dragging either one or two guys. Like every yard, it was like the most hard fought thing. I'm like, dude, first off, let's uh, consider giving the ball to him more. But he was dragging people and it was like, dude, it almost personified the refusal to quit. He just kept going and it was badass. So now, okay. The Browns score and Watson gets the two point conversion. He ran it in. We're down seven. It's like, okay, boys, we're back. Very next possession. The Ravens have it and the Browns get a huge stop. Uh, We were kind of debating this earlier. Garrett had one and a half sacks this game pretty sure they came in back to back uh downs at the end of this play so you're like this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently to the untrained ear everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping so he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand and he knows granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay. We'll just say it is. Back to back plays. Uh, they force a punt. I'm starting to believe, Kevin. I'm starting to believe. You believe in miracles? Yes, I do. Ravens kick it and the Browns drop the punt. So I'm like, oh, hey, 
Guys, we tried. That hurt. That's <laughs> that hurt so bad. That's the dagger. That's going to cost Stop us. Brochet. We're cool. We're cool. Yeah. X Ravens Brochet. Um, and then also in my mind, I'm like, that's what it is. It's going to come down to because we traded DPJ and nobody else knows how to catch a punt. Is that what's going to cost this this game? It's like I'm like, okay, well, I've, I've given up. And the defense, to their credit, they damn near got the stop. It tried to force the field goal, but there was some, I think, a BS hold call in multiple. the end zone, multiple, that put the Ravens on the two. However, one of those holds was against cornerback Greg Newsom. Remember that name because I think that – hold on him might have pissed him off uh but the ravens scored and the browns are now down by 14 points again next play excuse me next possession the browns go on a drive i don't recall exactly i mean i don't know my emotions were all over the place but the browns go on a drive and it's capped by a 10-yard touchdown to elijah moore his first as a brown i believe and also the was that the first receiver to catch a touchdown pass that wasn't named Amari Cooper mm-hmm. this entire season. Mm-hmm. So that means uh, for people that aren't the most football savvy touchdown passes were pretty much caught by Jerome Ford, a running back <laughs> or Dave Njoku, a tight end, maybe another tight end here or there, but the only receiver wide receiver to catch it in the end zone to this point has been Amari Cooper. And now Elijah Moore, welcome to the club. Uh, Again, I don't remember the exact details of that drive, only kind of how it ended. All I know is good things must have happened because the Browns scored. So now we are down seven points, and I'm starting to believe, despite the OBJ touchdown, despite spotting him 14 points, despite biffing it in our freaking five-yard line, 20-yard line, whatever it was, giving up a touchdown, I'm like, how am I believing again? Okay, let's see if we can get a stop. Something happens in my mind. What do we need to do? And that's when Greg Newsom decides to take a tipped ball, get his first NFL interception. House call. And takes it to the house. Kevin, we are back. It is a tie ball game. Somehow, I'm feeling it. However, I didn't go into the urinal of destiny because I was celebrating and Dustin, Dustin Hopkins, our beloved kicker, misses the extra point. Yeah, I mean, it, anyone, if anyone was surprised by that, you haven't been watching the Browns very long. Yeah, so I'm like, man. No offense to you, D-Hob, that's just an organizational thing. Yeah, and it was just like, dude, I was so happy. I'm being a little dramatic because I was still kind of feeling it. Like, a pick six is a pick six. We missed the extra point, but we're like, hey, you know what? I'm proud of these guys. They battled back, but... The extra point missed is obviously going to cost us this football game. It is what it is. Ravens get the ball back. Browns get a stop. Okay. We are down one point with like three minutes-ish left, four minutes. I don't know exactly what it was, but we're like, this is a game-winning drive opportunity by Deshaun Watson. And mm-hmm. I, I, it didn't – nobody – Anybody who says Watson hasn't missed a pass in the second half, you don't find that stuff out until the game is over. So I feel like he's playing better this half. Uh, The Browns start with like a five-yard penalty and get the first down. The second, what do you call it? What do you call the second series of four downs? Is there a technical term for that? Eh, Whatever. Watson gets sacked by some guy and forces a fumble. Wyatt Teller. The unsung hero, there's like so many unsung heroes in this game, recovers the ball back. It's a loss of nine. 
when the ball came out, you're like, oh, that's how we lose. And then even though we got it back, it's like, well, it's second and 19. That's pretty hard to overcome. Hey, Browns, you fought hard. You didn't quit. I'm proud of you guys, even though we're probably going to lose. Shout out 77 for getting that ball. Shout out 77 and shout out for Deshaun Watson for throwing a 17 yard dart to Amari Cooper. The next play going into the two minutes. So now it's third and one. We get the one yard, two yards, whatever is needed. Little six yard run by Jerome Ford. A 17-yard run, excuse me, 16-yard run by Deshaun Watson. Huge first down. Huge, huge, huge first down. Back to that pass. That pass, he hit to every time he makes like a huge completion, I keep saying that might be his biggest completion as a Cleveland Brown. Him and Amari got something, man. And Obviously. Holy crap. And then he uses his, it's like he showed his ability to throw a dot, and he showed his ability to use his legs. He runs 16 yards. Ice cold veins. Let's go. But I think we're at like the 50 yard line at that point. And it's like, okay, the run's been working well. They give the ball to Jerome Ford. He makes it like three yards before he starts getting tackled. And I think this will go down as one of the most iconic like moments of this season, this franchise, whatever the entire Cleveland (laughs) Browns offense rallies as Ford gets held up. And like in sequence, they just start pushing him and they push and they push and he keeps going. They get the first down. It was a total. I've watched that replay so many times. Dude, it was freaking. You're like, that's when I'm starting to believe in some guy. It's when the heavens started open and the angels peeked down. Um, and like it was a, it, it was like a poetic image of just refusing to quit while also coming together and supporting your guys, and they kept going. If you didn't think this Browns team were really close and played for each other and it's different than any other team we've ever had, we're just watching a play. Um, it's like I'm, I'm getting like emotional right now thinking about that push. They got to come up from a name for it. People are like, oh, the dog pad push. I'm like, let's just call it, I don't know. We don't have to call it anything, or maybe we'll think about it later. But we're in field goal range. Not comfortable field goal range. I think there was like another run or two by Jerome Ford, but they got it to 40 yards. What was his final kick attempt? 40 yards. Hopkins, 40-yard winner. 40-yard winner. I go to the urinal of destiny uh, just because I know it works, um, weirdly. And then I just hear the bar erupt, and they did it. I couldn't move. As time expired. I was frozen. It was, there was a flag. Flag gave me a heart attack. It was like. It was on Baltimore. It was on Baltimore. Because Petonio started celebrating, and that's when it went nuts. It was I, like, all right, that's not on us. I think that was like the last, like, mini dagger where it's like, oh, that's why we lose, because we, like, did something to <laughs> cause a penalty. And they won. And we're screaming. We're staring at the TV, looking for, like, some dumb way for the football gods to reverse this. And they refused to quit. I was waiting for that flag to come on us. Dude, I gave up on that team internally, like, I want to say, like, nine different times. And I I know I wasn't alone. Not give up, but it's like... No, we've seen this movie a million times. They literally started the game down 14-0, and it's like, oh, well... That's that's pretty hard to come back against the second best best defense in the league. You just can't really pinpoint one certain performance. I mean, look at both lines. Wow. 
Sean, I mean, I don't know how many times I turned to you at the bar and was like, do you see what Wyatt just did? Or do you see what Batonio just did? Uh, shout out our two uh, fill-in tackles for the game. I don't even know They their did name. just fine. Uh, Miles, another unreal game. Greg Newsom, of course. Jerome Ford over 100 yards. That push is just so much fun to watch. Look, my favorite part about all of this isn't just the fact that this keeps us very much alive in the division and playoffs and all of that, and we you know, finally win there, which we never do. It's all those godforsaken Ravens fans that thought they had this wrapped up for most of the game, for all 59 minutes and 20 seconds they were winning, and in the last minute they had to all leave that stadium crying that was my, my fair part thinking of all those people leaving all those ravens bastards fans leaving that stadium thinking they had won all day long and then they get punched in the mouth by the cleveland browns and have to leave that stadium just speechless honestly dude like that element of i, I i'm not like i'm never like oh the best part is the pain of the other fan base first off Fuck the Ravens. Sorry, mom. I think that was the first F bomb. This was that the first F bomb. Yeah, we've done it. Yeah. Uh, where I was like, I was so I was thinking of it like from a positive perspective of like seeing the Cleveland Browns like celebrate in that stadium, seeing all of the pur- people in purple in the stands. I'm like, yep. I'm going to focus on the team and the positivity. But when you worded it just like you did of them thinking they had it for 99.9% mm-hmm. of that game and then leaving uh, and crying about it on Twitter, that actually is the best part. Like, oh, it's so good. Uh, that trumps the coming togetherness, wholesome win. No, I, I've changed my mind. Number four, man. Shout As out. Miles said after the game, he's like, I've been telling you all all along. Just we see this in practice. We know what this guy can do. Like he's just getting better and better. He's getting back to that old, comfortable Deshaun. He I can't wait. He had the eye of the tiger that second half. That last drive, like that last drive, that dot he threw to mm. Cooper. And when he just said screw it and ran 16 yards on the ground, like that is why, knock on wood. They made this trade. Yo, I've always asked, and we've had people on this podcast before. Let's see. And we've had like Arizona people with Kyler with obviously we've had our Baltimore Ravens podcast come on. And I always ask, you know, don't you just poop your pants every time one of these guys runs like 20 times a game. And now we know what it's like to have a quarterback that can just take off and run. And it's frightening. And, but it works. The, I mean, to a point, like on that note, not to end on like a wet blanket comment, that run against the titans where he injured himself that run pissed me off so much because he w- we were like on our 20 we were up by 10 and he ran it up the middle it's like that's where he and he tried to truck stop a guy but on a broken play like that where he can pick it up, i don't know if it was exactly a broken it was a dynamic broken play if it was a broken play but it's like yes use the legs when it's going to pay off and he did and and now the Cleveland Browns are six and three, and we're half a game back in the division. And that we were like, down fourteen points with like what nine minutes left. We're all just sitting there like, <laughs> yeah, it's like every, but hey, and even these guys know that this game was a statement win, and it, this locker room they're believing it before. Now there's proof in the pudding. We beat San Fran, and everyone's like, they can't do that. We went in and beat the Ravens, didn't think that we can do that. Like again, like my man Toretto said. Very, very wisely. It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. I don't care how you do it, how ugly the wins are. We won. We're six and three. We beat the Ravens. We control our own destiny now. 
we have to beat Pittsburgh this week. Have to. Have to, have to, have to. It's like there's no sugarcoating it. It's, I don't even want to talk about Pittsburgh. Like as far as, I mean, Pittsburgh hats off to them because it's like they suck, but they're good. And uh, my thing is the Cleveland Browns, I don't give a shit about the X's and O's. Just continue having that mentality where you do not quit despite your fans occasionally, myself, quitting on you like eight times in that game. Shout out to Fansky. Shout out to Fansky. I mean, come on. I know people want to, people try it again to, to armchair coach and quarterback and GM, but anyone who's denying what he's doing right now is just a straight up hater. It's like the, the, one of the criticisms that probably he probably stuck up for Hugh Jackson if you're one of those people. Doesn't know how to lead men. And it's like, I don't know if it's him, it's whoever it is, Jim Short, somebody is leading those guys and they are following. But every day, like when, what's his name? When Hopkins missed that extra point, one of the coolest images was just the defense. Miles. The, the guys coming up and like patting him. Like, like, dude, we cool. got you, dude. Yeah. We got uh, you. Which, by the way, all said and done, knock on wood, that might be one of the best trades we've ever, we'll ever make since 99. Big knock on wood. So far. Big knock on wood. So far. This, I mean, come on. Oh, man. But, uh, yes. Pittsburgh's coming to town this weekend. You'll be there. I might be there. We will have the pregame episode out Friday or Saturday. Kevin's got to go to work in Texas for a few days, so we'll see what that does in terms of that schedule. But that's all I got. Closing thoughts. Let's learn from the Cleveland Browns this week. And whatever it is you're doing, you're following your dreams, you're going to work, you're hanging out with your family, girlfriend, whatever. Refuse to quit. Do not stop. Keep going getting chills thinking about that Cleveland Browns team and how they refused to quit. Let's just enjoy this shit. Well said, by the way, let's enjoy this shit. Like I said last time, like enjoy miles Garrett. Cause we don't get, that doesn't happen more than, you know, once a generation to get someone like him around here. Hey, no jinxy. <laughs> I'm not jinxing it. Uh, no, no, like, no, 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 not that Garrett's the man. What are the chances that Greg Newsom just awoke and is now going to go off? Knock on wood, that'd be so badass. I mean, it's kind of a little bit of a contract year, so yeah. He's a really good cornerback uh, that has been criticized for. It's like you're a good cornerback, but you haven't had a pick yet. Well, the first one of his NFL career was a pick six to the house to kind of tie the game. We'll see. Uh, we need to see what the state of the rest of our cornerback room is. Denzel Ward, that was a cheap shot. I don't give a hell or damn what anyone says. That was a cheap shot. Um he cleared concussion protocol, but it's a neck injury. We'll see what happens. Hopefully he just takes it easy. Um, and can play on Sunday. Uh, Mitchell's out for a few more games, other cornerback, but yeah, um, that was a cheap shot on the best cornerback in the league. Denzel Ward. You know, I'm right. You know what time it is. That's Let's all I got. Let's beat the shit out of the Steelers. Yeah, I, dude. Like, impose your will. This Rip is, their dicks off. This is, Let's go. This is the least I I'm calling it right now. If, and this is no jinxy. I think we blow them out by more than we've ever blown them out before. Let's crush them. If I'm wrong, I'll own it. I'll wear that. I'll hold that. But I just have a strange, good feeling about this game. Knock on wood. Ladies and gentlemen, on that note, Dave Lewis' Dogs World Podcast will be out with the pregame Friday or Saturday. Good night, Cleveland.
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.